the desk of Lady Ada. Hey everybody, welcome to another hot and humid Sunday evening. It's summer here in the city. We're staying indoors and we're searching on DigiKey. That's what we're up to. Alright, well each week we do Desk of Lady Ada, Lady Ada around 8 o'clock, so think about it this way, Desk of Lady 8 Ada. Um, and in addition to whatever's going on, we also do The Great Search with DigiKey, and that's showing how a professional engineer like Lady Ada uses DigiKey, it's one of her superpowers, that's right. to find all the parts needed and more. So what are we going to show off this week? Okay, well two weeks ago we did some pogo pens so I could repair this mug. And then uh, last week we did high CRI white LEDs. And this week I want to cover some connectors because connectors are a really big challenge for searching. And so uh, I have a lot of tips from many years of searching for connectors. And this week we're going to show how to find a matching connector when you have no information <laughs> about what the connector is. Uh, so let's go to the overhead and let me show off this part that I'm going to match. So this is uh, a pretty cool sensor. This is from Plan Tower. It's a company that makes air quality sensors. There's a little fan here. And um, this plugs onto a PCB. You see the connector here rather than with a cable. And it's an I2C capable um, air quality sensor and it's nice and small. This is really neat because a lot of air quality sensors are UART only. This one is I2C, um, which makes it a great pairing for um, single board computers um, like Raspberry Pi or BeagleBone or Coral or NVIDIA because they often don't have an extra UART available, but they do have I2C available. And again, you can, with I2C, you can put as many devices as you want as long as the addresses don't conflict. Um, okay, so we got these, you know, like backtrack to me like three months ago and I got these sensors in and I'm like, well, I have to get this plugged into on a board, but I need to find that matching connector, right? Because it doesn't come with a connector, which is pretty common. So let's go to the computer and let's look at the data sheet for this sensor. So I asked the company, hey, send me a uh, data sheet and they did. Um, it's a pretty nice data sheet. It has a lot of information about um, the technical specifications. And then, like, this is the connector info. It's like, here's the pinout, and that's really handy, but it doesn't actually tell me what the connector is. Like, sometimes if you're lucky, um, or you have a, a, a good supplier, they'll tell you, you know, Molex part this, or Amphenol part that, that's what you want to buy to match to this display or the sensor. In this case, I don't get any information at all. All I can see is it's 10 pins, which I could have counted all on my own. So uh, we're gonna use our handy dandy calipers, which you can also pick up at DigiKey, by the way, they sell calipers. And I'll show you how to measure the pitch of this connector and then search for it on DigiKey. So let's go back to the overhead. Okay, so this is our sensor, which uh, the data sheet did not have any useful information. And um, here's my calipers. So there's only one thing you got to watch out for. You don't know whether this is metric or imperial. Um, you know, whenever you're finding out a new connector, it's unless you know the connector, it's like, oh, a standard 0.1 inch. It could be metric or it could be imperial. So you'll want to be careful with your calipers to try to um, figure out without going over or under. You know what I mean? Like you, you think it's one millimeter, but it's really... Uh, 1.27 or something. Okay, so 
let's, uh, I'm gonna lean over here and let's try to measure the distance between two pins. Now you see here, it says one. Oh, there's a question? Yeah, can you just look at the pitch rows and pin count? Well, yeah, if it was in the data sheet, but it's not. So I gotta, I gotta measure it myself. Okay, so it looks like the distance between the rows is about one millimeter. So that would be, you know, and it's not going to be like 1.02. It's going to be either an even divisor in um, millimeters or like an even divisor in um, inches. Um, and then what I like to do is I like to measure a, across a bunch of pins because that reduces um, the error a little bit. So here I've got five pins and you see I'm measuring about five millimeters but between which is four divisions um, and that's something that you want to do if you measure across a long range of pins you're less likely to have the small error from like it's really hard to measure between two pins so then if we go to our computer and open up our calculator so I measured like about 4.9 about five um, millimeters and then it's four remember it's off you know it's between two pins there's only one uh, gap so you want to measure by four this is about 1.25 so it could be 1.25 millimeters or it could be um, if you convert this to inches it could be um, 0.05 inches which is 1.27 it's really hard to know which is which. In this case, I kind of had a hint um, because I saw some other people using the sensor that it's 1.27. This is actually the toughest part. Um, it's, it's very difficult to really know for sure, especially when it's so close. But in this case, I'm gonna say, okay, it's probably 1.27 millimeters, which is 0.05 inch pitch, um, which is often used for SWD connectors. Okay, great, so we have some idea of where to start. Um, so let's go to DigiKey, and here's the hint of how to start, because you're like, I don't even know what to look for. What do you call this thing? Um, if your connector is rectangular, like if it has like square sides, which this does, it's a rectangular connector, and that's what you search for. So that's, that's the category. So let's search for rectangular connector. And that's going to cover IDCs and headers and a lot of stuff. And there's circular connectors like DIN, but in this case, you know, again, square edges and sides, uh, all straight lines, so it's rectangular. And then some comments. Uh, good idea to do a three pin count, at least for error nice tip, and topical, exactly what I was doing last night. Every engineer is constantly doing this, constantly. A lot, a lot of people don't know, we see everyone's web searches. It just gets sent yeah. to us. It's been a weird thing since Netscape came out. Yeah. And uh, we just have this special version of internet. Yeah. I That's how we know. I typed in Mozilla dash dash see everybody <laughs> yeah. on all, the command line and I'm just, it's a really a lot of work. It, it's only for electronic search help, mm -hmm. so um, yeah. you know, we, can't, we can't really do anything else. Okay. So here we are at the connectors and interconnects, and you can see there is like hundreds of thousands of connectors, right? Because every company has connectors. There's, there's sometimes there's standards, but there's a lot. And so this is gonna be fun. So um, to start with, there's the different topics. There's headers, mail pin. And so um, that's like the common headers that you see on breakout boards, like they plug into a breadboard, so they, they poke. 
in this case, I want the mating connector. I want the socket connector because it's going to plug into um, this header. There's also housings. I just want to show this to you. This is, that's not the topic we're going to use. But housings are often, you know, for, um, you know, you plug into a um, board with a wire, like a JST connector or a Molex connector. So um, it's not, that's not, not what it is. And remember, a big tip is if you're not sure what category, go to the category. If you're like, is it a contact? I don't know. Go to it and then start looking at the photos and be like, oh, this, you know, these photos are gigantic and they're very helpful. So in this case, it's like, no, these are the crimp pins that go into housings. So we'll cover that in another one. Um, but in this case, we want a receptacle, a socket. And uh, the reason we know is not only because it's purple, which means I clicked on it earlier, but if you scroll down, you'll start to see photos and you're like, oh yeah, that looks about right. You know, it's a dual row with a lot of sockets and you would plug that into the sensor. Great, so we know we're in the right category and that's the most important thing to start with. Now, as usual, I, um, you know, this, we start with, uh, you know, 225,000 items. I want to filter down only the active ones because I need this to be for a product. Um, and then we get to do a couple things. So the first thing I'm going to do is, you know, again, I, I'm pretty sure of what the row spacing and pitch is, but um, let's do what we know for sure, which is how many rows. And uh, if you remember from the data sheet, here, it's two rows. It's a dual row connector with 10 total pins. So number of rows, two. Okay, so like we've got rid of like half, we're down to 100,000, we're doing good. And then there's number of positions. Now, um, there's like two A plus power, two 10. Sometimes there's like bigger contacts that are uh, for power. If you're not sure, just select both. There's no loss, but I mean, these go up to like 240 connectors, which is bonkers. Okay, so now we've really cut it down. Now we're down to only 5,000 pieces. Okay, next one that's really easy to do is number positions loaded. Sometimes um, connectors have a key pin where the connector, like there's no hole in the connector because it's meant to keep you from flipping it, you know, reverse. Because remember with rectangular connectors, there's nothing stopping you from flipping it 180. In this case, this connector is not keyed, so all positions are loaded, and the dash is probably also for ones that, you know, maybe it's unclear, so I'm just going to click apply. Okay, next up I go down to the images, and I'm like, oh, we're looking pretty good. Like, this is, like, really close, but I still want to um, get, this is kind of a cool connector, I want to get the right pitch. So let's go to, um, so there's, the pitch, which is the distance between the multiple pins and then the rows. Usually there's only like one row or two row or maybe three. What's the difference between the pitch and the row spacing? Well, for some connectors, it might not be super clear if it's like a two by two. In this case, it's two by five. So I know that it's going to be, um, you know, the same and it's going to be um, the rows is between the two and pitch is between the five. Now you see here, this is again, this is the thing that's tricky. It's like there's 1.25 and 1.27. Um, in this case, I happen to know it's 1.27, but you know what? Let's just show that you can pick multiple ones uh, to, you know, check them all out. Okay, so we're down to like about a thousand. And then um, we should pick, do we want surface mount through hole? In this case, I want to pick and place it. So I want surface mount. Right angle means it's pointing 
uh, you know, parallel to the board, and surface mount means it's pointing up. So I just want surface mount. And I think that's like pretty good. I mean, like we, we have a lot of options. I don't really care about voltage rating or like other features. I'm pretty good. So now um, we can see this connector. I'm actually kind of curious how many of them are, you know, if we, if we really did go for 1.25. Yeah, you see there's very, very few 1.25 pitch connectors and the 1.25 pitch ones, they're like these kind of weird connectors. I mean, like they're not weird, they're cool. You know, we like them, but that's definitely not what we're looking for. So from looking at the photos, I can tell in addition, 1.27, 1.05 inch. Okay, so now we're good to go. Let's look at, uh, you know, the um, normally stocking parts. Again, like connectors, there's so many of them. Not all of them are gonna be stocking. What's the question? Well, it's not a question. It's a comment. It's more like maybe go back in time. Okay. Um, this one is uh, from David. I needed Lady Ada's DigiSearch skills when I ordered the wrong pitch on a two by three mil header and it had shipped to the PCB manufacturer for assembly. Dude. Yeah. Tell me about it. It's, it's, the pitch of a connector is so challenging. Um, that's why I always suggest like do, you know, getting a couple different ones and, and fit testing it. I've had definitely been bit by you know, it looked like it was a 2.54 millimeter, 0.1 inch, but it's really a 2.5 millimeter. You know, so that, that 0.04, it doesn't really make a difference until maybe you have a 10-pitch connector. And then, and then by the end, you know, it actually starts making a difference and it doesn't fit as well. So, um, you know, one of the things I like to do is I like to sort by quantity available down. That tells me, um, you know, what, what's the most popular one. That's sometimes nice. Uh, don't forget also uh, searching by tape and reel if you want to pick and place it. If you're doing it by hand, bulk or cut tape or tube is fine, but I want to pick and place it on the machine. So I'm going to go to tape and reel, and now we're, we're down to only 40 options. So like we really cut it down. It looks like, you know, there's a couple different heights. Um, you know, I can use my calipers to check the, the insulation height. That's the height off the board. Um, it's a little tough with these calipers because it, you know, it's not, uh, it's not great, but it looks like, hold on. Okay, so if you go to the overhead, I'll show, I'm using a, a doing a depth, you know, I, I poke down. Uh, so it's, you know, uh, less than 5.2. So this one is 4.5, that's plenty. So, you know, and it's also like the least expensive and the most, you know, populous. Um, I like that because again, I wanna make sure that I can get a lot of this part later. So um, let's go to this component. And I wanna show you something cool. So um, first there's like like mini data sheet. Like you of course go to the data sheet for um, you know, a lot of info about all the sizes and everything. But I like this little like little mini spec where it's like, okay, here's the dimensions that you're looking at. Um, also, you can see here there's a pick-and-place cap. Uh, if you are going to have your connector pick-and-placed and it's got, you know, holes in it, the vacuum won't be able to pick it up unless there's some tape or like a little metallic cap or plastic cap on top. Um, it's a very common thing to, uh, you know, check with your pick-and-place house. If you're doing it by hand, again, it doesn't matter. Your pick-and-place house will certainly want that or um, you, they won't be able to use the machine. There's also this really cool feature um, on DigiKey for some connectors, especially the most popular ones, 
where there's a 3D model and like it's actually just take it's not a rendering they just actually take I think photos of like every angle of the connector and um, you can spin it around with your mouse to see like all the different angles which is really helpful because sometimes you're like you want to see for example like oh this is hollow like maybe that's important to you maybe you want pins to go through the PCB so you'd be able to see that on the actual photo um, but this looks good so this is the connector I'm going to pick and I'm going to order it back in time and then um, if you go to the overhead again I'll show you this part um, so this is it so this is that part soldered pick it placed onto uh, this PCB and uh, you can see that you can plug it in of course it's hard to plug in like that okay and mates perfectly and it works great and in fact this product is in the store so um, that's how I found the connector, from a mystery to a finished product. Yeah, so this is search. like um, our previous series from like maker to market that we did from coming up with a product all the way to shipping to um, this, which is you need to find something, you need to make something, and then you have the completed product that, um, that's available. That's right it. Now. That's how you do it. All right. So hopefully some folks who are designing projects or products and need connectors got some good tips. We'll be doing more connectors. Of course, if you have a connector wish list, you want us to show how to search for them, uh, put them in Discord, and uh, we'll add it to our big list of great searches. All right. Um, we'll be doing our shows during the week. Don't forget GP, John Park, has shows all during the week. Tuesdays, my code. Wednesday, John Park will be doing the Ada Box unboxing at 8 p.m. We also have Show and Tell, that's at 7 p.m. So I have Noah and Pedro's 3D Hangouts, which has an entire, about an hour long of learning how to do all the things with 3D printers and more. And they also have a bit of a Show and Tell at JP's workshop on Thursday. And then also Deep Dives with Scott on Friday. Um, we also post out uh, some videos through the week. Thank you so much, everybody. We are open, smart, and safe. Your orders have been keeping us afloat and more. Um, we've not needed to do any layoffs or any furloughs or anything like that. Um, thank goodness. Um, it's still you know, a long road ahead, but thank you. So when you place an order, we ship it out and uh, we do appreciate it. That is what keeps us going. And special thanks DigiGee for powering the great search on Desk of Lady Ada. We'll see everybody next week. Next week and during the week. And during the week. Okay, bye-bye. Thanks everybody.